Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. So it's the last day of school. And it's it's tech Woo-hoo. week. And it's tech week. So those are things that everyone across the country is experiencing, is experiencing. equally. <laughs> tech week. Even though my last day of school was a month ago. <laughs> I, I am counting the minutes. Right, Charlie... Not Riley. That's you. Charlie will be home soon. Why did, why did I name her something that sounds so much like your name? I mean, the last syllable's the same. Well, it has a yeah, that's really familiar. It really... has a <laughs> similar feel. Riley, Charlie. It, come on. <laughs> Sydney. Like there's what? a lot of letters Sydney, the same. Yeah, there's, I mean, there are a lot of letters the same in lots of names, really, <laughs> when you think of it. <laughs> I uh, I was picking. You could have spelled it like mine: C H A R L E I T H. I could have done that. Charlie. I, done that. <laughs> uh, I was picking Charlie up from school the other day, and Cooper was in the car, and um, she had been watching Rocky Horror Picture Show. They love before we left. They they both love that. And uh, then we were listening to Rocky Horror Picture Show in the car and singing along as we were getting Charlie from school. And so then once I have them both in the car. Uh, Charlie says, Mommy, what's libido? <laughs> and I was like, Oh, no. Um, well, <laughs> uh, how did you? I want I'm desperate to know. Doctor how you Mom. <laughs> what's great is that as I'm saying this, uh, as I'm pausing, Charlie, who is smart enough to know what this probably means, goes, Wait, 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 wait. Do I want to know? and did you just say no well it's too late now because cooper's listening and she goes pause the music cooper (laughs) won't give up so i stopped the music and she said what is it because cooper wants to know well she wants to know if especially especially, if it's something that gives you pause yes and and especially it what she knows is that this is a kissing thing and if it's a kissing thing i want to know cooper's all about it i need to know about the kissing stuff i don't know but i i'm eager to learn (laughs) and i'm like it's it's like how much you want to like kiss and hug another person. <laughs> and Charlie's I, like, I don't want to know anything else. And Cooper goes, "What? How do you have how do you have that?" And I was like, "Well, you don't mm. It's just like you don't some people want to kiss and hug people a lot and others don't." And Cooper's like, "Like me and Charlie." And I'm like, not well. I was going to say, I feel like that's a dangerous way of describing Ooh. it. Because both of your kids like to kiss and hug other people a lot. She's, she's going to drop that word in yeah. the worst place possible in front of you. It's going to be great. Mixed company. And then, then I start the music back up and we're singing along. And they have forgotten, I think. And Cooper goes, mommy, pause the music. And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, what's up? You know the part in Rocky Horror when they're in the pool and they all jumped in the pool and then they're like rubbing on Frankenfurter. <laughs> Why are they doing that? <laughs> I'm like, they're just swimming. No, they're not swimming. <laughs> I, and I don't know. I'm like, ah. Uh. I mean, I guess the moral of the story is, why did I let my four-year-old watch Rocky Horror Picture Show? Perhaps I shouldn't have. I mean, 
I just said they just like each other. They're all really good friends and they like to hug and they're all grown ups and they're all okay with it. And so it's fine. <laughs> ah. Well, let's watch something else when we get home. <laughs> stop talking about Rocky Horror Picture Show for the rest of the day. Your kids never want to stop talking about Rocky Horror Picture Show. They love they it. They love it. They do. They mainly love it for like the reasons that are okay for us to talk about it. Like they like the music. They, they like, like the, the dancing. Time warp. They love the time warp. They love the costumes. They think Frankenfurter is beautiful. They, you know, there's all these reasons. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, Let's I, focus on the makeup. <laughs> I don't know. I, I like that this is we can see this uh, happening in, in real time because, you know, so, so much of it, Pride Month is approaching and so much discourse around like pearl clutching. Think of the children, you know, what's OK at Pride. It's like, but that's how kids are, right? It's like, I don't get this thing. This thing is weird. I like everything else. So that's fine. You just got to explain <laughs> the, the bits or just tell them to, to, you know, don't worry about it. Well, it's so hard because it's like. Charlie will say, I don't ever want to know about those things. (laughs) Whatever. I don't know what those things are, but I know there are things I don't know about and I don't ever want to know them. That's sort of her take on it. And I, I, I try to push back against that and say, like, you're seven. That's fine now. But like someday we are going to talk about these things. Like, it's important. She knows the basics, like what to call things. Yeah. I mean, that's important. We, We use we use appropriate terminology. And I, but I, I do want to make sure, like, as she gets older, it will be important that we have conversations for, as I, I have told her, for her health and safety. It is important for her to understand things for her health and safety. I mean, she gave me a very long talk the other day about how all of us here in, in this recording session and our other family members are super safe adults or special safe adults. Oh, so we're allowed to help wipe her butt or change her clothes. <laughs> And there are other safe adults that aren't always allowed to help wipe her butt or change her clothes, but they're safe. And then there's everyone else yes. who's never allowed to wipe your butt or change I, your clothes. I like that she has firm boundaries. She's got categories. It's good. Yeah. But they had a I special... guess they had a talk at school. Yeah. there was. It was weird because we got a permission slip. Basically, well, it was like an opt-out form. If yeah. you don't want your kid to participate in this, you can opt out of this. But it was basically like that sort of mm-hmm. training training i don't know that sort of information which is fine i mean that's important information yeah it is i don't mind it's stuff that like we talk about very openly here at home mm-hmm. i mean you know i i tried to talk to you both tried of, i've to tried me, to talk to both yeah. of you about this stuff many times and neither of you ever wanted to talk about it i had the same reaction as charlie i don't ever want to hear about it i don't ever <laughs> want to talk about it ever well we were also just like i mean we, we were close to the same age it's weird <laughs> Well, but I've, yeah, that's I, true. Listen, I've always been very sex positive. <laughs> yeah. I, I've always wanted to talk openly because I then you then you're safe. Like if you have all the information and you feel comfortable asking questions, then you can be safe, and that's very important. Mm-hmm. And so I really that's important to me for the girls, but not yet. Like they're just mm-hmm. we're not there. No. They don't they don't have the context for any of that yet. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that. So so like I have gotten away so far with saying like we will talk about this someday. But there are also just things adults do that we just don't we just don't talk about yet. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about later. But they're just stuff adults do. So they both know like there's stuff adults do. We don't know much about yet. <laughs> Someday we'll get the full context. 
Charlie's okay with not knowing. Show. Cooper wants to know. Yeah. And it's funny because Charlie's at an age where if she legit wanted to understand all that stuff, we would sit down and have the where babies come from conversation, I feel like. But she doesn't want to. Cooper wants to know, but there's no way I can explain all that to Co- She's four. So, yeah. like, we're not ready for that. So. She'd be that kid that was in everyone's class that, like, knew about all that stuff before everyone else and would come into class like, guess what I learned last <laughs> night? Gather around, everyone. I, I know all the secrets. <laughs> just just love the, like, yes, I, I must have a lot of libido because I love to, to hug people. That's it. I'm just, I just so much libido, me. Love hugging. <laughs> Can you imagine her going into school for the first time next year and she hugs someone's like sorry i just have a lot of libido i like to give everyone lots of hugs and kisses yeah i need to refine that one a little bit since for for public consumption tell her it's a thing only grown-ups have yeah (laughs) only grown-ups have libido you don't you don't get that till you're till you're 18 i will have to yes i will have to clarify because i mean because the other difference too is charlie's so smart and she Mm -hmm. she understands i mean i will reinforce it but she understands really clearly like this is not something I will talk about at school. Mm-hmm. This is, I don't know what this is, but I'm, I will ask mommy if I have questions. I'm not going to talk about this at school. Um, so she, she gets that. Cooper, of course, is too little to understand that. And Cooper craves chaos. She yeah. does. She wants to mess everything up. She wants to say the things she's not supposed to say. That's the thing. I feel like it's, she's not actually, con- I mean, maybe she's confused about this stuff, but the reason she's asking is not because she's curious, it's because she knows that it upsets you. <laughs> She heard you pause you. before you answered. Yeah, She's like, oh, that's it. Okay. She no, saw she weakness. Does. She does. She. I mean, it's it's so hard. If Charlie brings something home from school and is like, look at this beautiful thing I've made that I'm so proud of. You can just see on Cooper's face this look like I'm going to rip that up. I'm going to do everything I can to destroy that thing. And it, then it's just like me and Justin trying to stop her. Yeah. Trying to like defend the whatever from Cooper. You know, she told our mom she had a dirty little secret this morning. And it was that she had Charlie's diary in her room. And I was like, at first I was like, oh, no, she read it. And then I remembered, like, oh, she can't read. <laughs> and she told mom she stabbed it. Well, that's... Yeah. <laughs> so that's what she does instead of reading her diary because she can't read. She's like, yeah, I'm going to just mess this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're working on it. Anyways. Listen. It's been. It was just really good. It's she been a rough. Little it's been a rough pandemic, and she wasn't socialized and ever in her whole life. We're working on socializing her. She was barely two when this started. Mm-hmm. Charlie very, was socialized all well and good beforehand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The warped perception of the world. That's all right. It's all right. She'll get there. We're working on it. We're working on it. Hey, if you um, if you want to give her something that normal to watch. It's not Rocky Horror Picture mm. Show. I, I can hey, recommend a great cartoon. Go. Something that what cartoon hey, is that? Look, I turned out great, and that was my favorite. Uh, that's uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I don't know if that's mm. that's not an endorsement. I love Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I was so excited that you picked this, and then we got to watch the movie. I it was one of my favorite cartoons. Oh. I will admit. Uh, I I think had very briefly seen a few episodes, maybe a long time ago. Uh, when I was younger, mm-hmm. maybe it was one of those things. I know there was a while where you were showing me lots of things that you all had watched growing up. Maybe it was one of those. But until this episode, I had never sought it out and watched it that I remember. Mm. Um, so this was really my first exposure. I guess it was off the year before I was. It 
yeah, watching cartoons. Well, were the dates so in the movie they present like nineteen ninety one ninety ninety one ninety two? Is that right, Tay? Um, it's a it's a little. I think it started in eighty nine. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, was when it debuted. Um, let me look at the dates here. But yeah, it premiered in in uh, March of eighty nine. And it was only three seasons. Uh. Final episode aired in 1990. Yeah, so it's just, wow. all, just not, that's that's wild to me. I mean, they replayed those episodes a lot. <laughs> I mean, that is wild to me because it was such a huge yeah, part, seasons. yeah, of my childhood. The fact that it was that short, um, that's really wild. It is wild. I mean, those were prime cartoon watching years for me, but still, yeah, it it left a huge um, impact on me to be such a short lived show. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, a, a synopsis for anyone not familiar. Um, <laughs> it's a there's a, a, a it's a detective agency uh, mm-hmm. staffed by rodents and insects. Mm-hmm. There you go. Sure, they solve small crimes that fall through the cracks. Uh, there's Chip and Dale and their chipmunks. There's Gadget the mouse. She's sort of the the mechanic, the the inventor. Uh, there's Monterey Jack. He's the the, tra- the world traveled Australian mouse with a with a cheese addiction. And then there's Zipper, <laughs> the the fly. Um, who doesn't? Who's I think main talent in the original series was being small. It's small, yeah, mm. yeah, was small, <laughs> small. <laughs> Put that on my resume. Small, <laughs> small. <laughs> um, and it was I I loved it because. Uh, I loved Gadget, number one. Yeah. Such a strong female role model. Smart, kind of nerdy, really talented, like, engineer, mechanic, inventor, uh, wore a cool purple jumpsuit. All the things you'd want in a role model. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, well, and, and, and that, like, she had her... The, the episode that kind of gave her the origin story like you know she it was her father was also an inventor that she kind of had like a, a sad backstory mm-hmm. too but you know there were definitely like plot lines where other rescue rangers monterey jack saw gadget more as like a daughter because he was friends with yes. her father but chip and dale both had like a romantic interest in gadget but it was never advanced because it was like nah she's not into that she's mm-hmm. she's above all this <laughs> yes there was never any indication that she reciprocated any no. of that yeah, even though, like, I think a lot of us probably shipped. I mean, for me, it was Chip and Gadget. Okay. He had that great hat and that bomber jacket. I don't know. No, no. Gadget, Gadget's <laughs> too good for Chip. Or Dale. I don't know. Were you really into guys with bomber jackets? Well, I mean, did I don't Justin, think... Did Justin wear a bomber jacket? <laughs> no, I don't think it was that I was into guys with that as much as, like... I mean, it was that Indiana Jones aesthetic. Okay. Well, and that the the design of of both Chip and Dale that was absolutely Indiana Jones for Chip, and then Dale was supposed to look like Magnum PI. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I know that Gadget also had great hair. She did have. She had that aerial hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the big swoop. Yeah, yeah. I was I was always jealous of that hair, and especially because she would wear like the goggles. 
And so, like, that was how, like, I would think I want to wear sunglasses and my hair to look like Gat. Like, that was my, mm-hmm. like, goal. Because I didn't want to wear goggles. Because what was I going to do with goggles? Well, you did want to wear goggles. <laughs> but you knew the societal implications of you walking around with goggles. But th- this was before steampunk was really popular. Yeah. So, like, what would I have been doing? <laughs> you you could have um, kicked it off. I, it would have been, like... You would have started It would have been, like, swimming goggles. <laughs> like, goggles from the pool. <laughs> Um, is this anything <laughs> but there there's a there's a, go ahead no no go ahead i was just gonna say there's another reason why we're talking about rescue rangers yes. besides this this original cartoon oh you want me to it's a movie well yeah. i thought yeah. you were yeah. i didn't know i was <laughs> just i don't know if it's gonna be like when i start you finish thing they yeah. just they like what a week ago yeah. came out with the the new rescue rangers film on disney plus is it hold on is it just called rescue rangers I don't even know the title of uh, the the actual like literal title of the movie. I just said like the Rescue Rangers movie is what I've been calling it. Have you seen the Rescue Rangers movie? <laughs> like that Chippendale that... Rescue Rangers, yeah. yeah okay, cool. That. I figured I should know that, but I don't I know. I mean the tagline is it's not a reboot, it's a comeback. <laughs> so there's that. Um Yeah, I was I didn't you know, I, I I immediately saw like a lot of pessimism, like, oh, this is gonna be bad. And like I any it's it's rescue rangers. Somebody felt the need to make more rescue rangers content. I'm fine with that. Like I would not have thought Mm -hmm. that would have happened in in this this day and age. So I'm just from the get go fine with that. Um, Well, and I think it I mean, before we get into like the nitty gritty, like the plot the plot and everything, I think that it um captured the spirit of like those of us of the age where we watched the original and we loved it. And so there's an earnest affection in it Mm -hmm. for the characters, for the stories, for the original series. Like that's there. Yeah. There's a little bit of like acknowledgement of some of the, like some silliness and some, I mean like gadget and zipper end up together. (laughs) That's a wild, like, yeah, but this I, is a mouse and a fly. <laughs> I mean, I do think it. Cause you know, what, I mean, it makes me feel like that. Obviously, the people that chose to make this movie, to write and produce this movie, must have had a similar fondness for it. Yes, and then it wasn't just like a, a kids' cartoon that's kind of there to like throw, you know, basic morals on the screen and and you know resolve everything by the end. Like the original Chippendales, I was going back and watching a little bit. It has a lot. That's that is a bit more mature, like the seeds of more mature genres in it, like a lot of really mm-hmm. good like noir notes. There's like da- like dangerous dames, and you know there's a lot of like plot lines that are kind of like it. it the grown up version are like like cool like crime films. So I understand why it kind of had a bigger impact, why it had a, a lasting quality that it 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 primed you to enjoy more adult genres. Hmm. I I think that's true because like because of the nature of the show them being detectives and solving mysteries and stuff they were up against bad guys a lot Mm -hmm. so I mean I'm not saying that the original cartoon was ever trying to insinuate like these characters could die (laughs) but you know certainly not no one is safe but in your kid brain you know when you're watching it you don't understand that so like it does seem like oh they're in real dangerous situations oh they've been captured Mm -hmm. oh oh, something bad could really happen now like so i mean that and that is that is a more 
again, they never showed like violence or death or anything, but you know, like that is a more mature sort of storyline. I mean, it was how I was introduced to the concept of a cult. (laughs) 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 Do you remember the Cuckoo Cola episode? My favorite episode. I forgot about that. Is it a, the is it a mouse cult? Yes, and they 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 baptize each other in cuckoo cola. And I in my this is you know we were talking earlier about how kids perceive things. In my kid brain, I was like, that's weird. I like the colors. I like how when you get covered in a cola, you become that color for a little while. That's cool. I wonder what a cult is. <laughs> Anyways, Dale. And this what what happens? What happens is you watch this, and then later you're sitting in the back seat, and you tell your mom to stop the music, and you say, "What's a cult?" And now I'm the mom going, "Uh." I mean, this was still that I think that kind of fast and loose period of cartoons, Chippendale, Tiny Toons, like. There was a lot like, is this fine? It's probably fine for kids, right? Who knows? There was none of the way it is now. <laughs> it really is like, is this is this something that's gonna? Mm, that might have been damaging. Don't do that again. Right. Don't. Yeah, a lot of, I mean, lot keep of, running it in syndication forever, but don't do it again. Yeah. Like adults don't in their writing room. Yeah, this made me laugh, but maybe it won't make a kid laugh. Maybe it'll traumatize a child. Hmm. Eh, it's fine. And this, and I will say, I felt like a little bit of that is it, it's all in the movie. Yeah, like it's like that's there, and mm-hmm. it's not. I don't. It's not cynical. No, it's an it's earnest, um, but it is a little sarcastic, you know, sometimes. And that that edge to it, that little bit of edge, I feel like is so like it's so nineties. Mm-hmm. It's so much what I like identify with, and where my humor goes, and my brain goes, and like it's not cynicism. But it's not completely, you know, there's a little edge to it. Mm-hmm. And and I, I really, I don't know. I felt that in the movie. Yeah. Well, there's an, 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 what I think I responded to as a kid and also think that, you know, it was in the new movie. And also I feel like it, the writers of the new movie must have responded to it is that like, the characters were treated with sort of er- that earnestness. Like you understood mm-hmm. the characters. There were there were episodes that told you the backstories of the characters in a kids' cartoon, which is just not a thing that necessarily every show did. So you were invested in the, in the lives of the rescue rangers. That's very true. Um, I want to talk more about the plot of the movie itself, uh, but before we do that, let's check the group message. So first of all, I'm so hungry. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I um I was really busy this morning and I missed breakfast. I just had my coffee and now I'm so hungry and I don't have time to make lunch, but that's okay. Because I've got the DoorDash app. Uh DoorDash makes it so easy if you're busy, you know, we we might love to cook, but you don't always have time. So if you're so busy and you're thinking, what am I going to do for dinner? What am I going to do for lunch? What am I going to do? I need to, you know, grab something from the convenience store, but I don't have time to run out right now because I'm in the middle of, you know, working or taking care of your family or Zoom meetings or whatever you're doing. Um, You just open up your DoorDash app. You find whatever uh, food you're wanting right now. You can find one of your favorite local places. This has been a great way to continue to support local restaurants for the last couple of years. You just find that restaurant. You uh, go pick whatever you want to eat, put in your order, and then uh, once you've done that, it will be left safely outside your door, contactless delivery, dropped right off there for you. It is so easy, it's quick, it's convenient, and again, it's a great way if you're really busy um, to get good, especially like local food that you, you know, 
that you want. You just can't go out to the restaurant right now. You get it delivered right to your door um, with the DoorDash app. So we 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 depend on DoorDash in this household. Not every day, but many days <laughs> uh, to keep us going. So, uh, Taylor, if our listeners want to check out DoorDash, what should they do? Well, right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more and zero delivery fees for the first month when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BUFFERING. That's $5 off your first order and zero delivery fees for a month when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BUFFERING. Don't forget, that's code BUFFERING for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. I'd like to welcome everyone to Rilo's Gift Corner, where oh. I'm going to tell you a gift idea for a loved one in your life for the impending next holiday, which in this case <laughs> is Father's Day, uh, for the father figure in your life. And I will admit, I was confused why we were talking about father figures. I thought, it's our it's our dad's birthday soon. Is it everyone's dad's birthday soon? And then I remembered, <laughs> no, it's just, it's our dad's birthday, and then it's also Father's All Day right after. All dads are born in May. That's where dads All dads are born in May. But that's why uh, I want to talk about StoryWorth, because StoryWorth is an online service that helps connect you and your dad, your father figure, uh, any other loved one in your life, really, uh, through sharing stories and memories, and they preserve them for years to come. So every week, StoryWorth emails your loved one, a thought-provoking question of your choice from a vast pool of possible options. And um, after one year, StoryWorth compiles all those questions and stories that they'll give you in response, including photos they might want to add, into a beautiful keepsake book for the whole family that you can keep and share among all all your generations. Uh, I know this is a an especially good gift for our dad who loves telling stories um, about all of his years of life before we were around because he takes many liberties in terms of embellishments and characters and um, things that we can't prove are wrong, but we also don't think necessarily are right. Uh, And I think our dad would love being able to capture his one time he rode in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in a keepsake (laughs) book for forever to have in this family on paper um he would uh he would be a big fan of that so if your dad father figure other loved one family member friend whatever uh loves telling stories loves sharing memories as much as ours does then StoryWorth is a great gift idea so tay if our listeners want to check out StoryWorth, what should they do well, give all the fathers in your life a meaningful gift you can both cherish for years to come. StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you can save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash stillbuffering. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash stillbuffering to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash stillbuffering. So, I thought, okay, the plot of the movie itself, because mm-hmm. we haven't really talked about that. And so, I guess they're spoilers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Spoilers. Well, I already I already dropped the spoiler that not only are Gadget and Zipper together, but they have many fly mouse mouse fly children. I, yeah. I don't. Is know that how Justin's to, worst nightmare? Uh, he was not thrilled with. That. I have to Although, imagine. Uh, it was hit like he was laughing so hard when that was revealed <laughs> that it was that plus uh, the guy who does the voice of Zipper. Oh, yeah. It was a great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just, it was all so good. Just a, mm-hmm. a, a smooth, low baritone voice for Zipper. Mm-hmm. I yep. love that. Um, but, and, and also, like, that was the original voice uh, actor for Gadget. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was very exciting for me. <laughs> That's like, something. Oh, it's real gadget. <laughs> it is something I wondered, uh, not having watched a lot of the original. As I noticed in this movie, there are many recent popular actors that mm-hmm. voice, you know, all of the main characters. Pretty much, is there a reason that either of you know why they like wouldn't return with all the original ones? Like, is that in a way to kind of like bring in? new audiences that might know Andy well, Samberg, but, you know, don't necessarily know Chip and Dale. I think, uh, Taya, I don't know your thought. My, my thought is, like, part is probably just that. Like, yeah. Yeah, just, you know, raise the popularity. Yeah. But the, I would say the other thing is that the conceit of the film is that they're all, like, they are actors. And Chippendale Rescue Rangers was a show that they were employed to do as actors in a reality where Chippendale, the actors really exist right. and walk around along with humans and they're talking chipmunks that are real. They're not, you know what I mean? Right. Like it's sort of this like, um, it's kind of like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like yeah. tunes and humans sort Which of I love. coexist yeah. kind of reality. And like sometimes cartoons get jobs and these tunes got this job of doing mm-hmm. Rescue Rangers, which is why like their voice might be different okay. than their voice on the show. Like Makes they were doing a voice. Sure. I, I don't know. That well, that was my sort yeah. of idea. Yeah, I was a little yeah. bummed by that at first because it is so part of their characters, those voices. But I mean, mm-hmm. they did give that... For better or for worse, they did explain it that way by showing them, like, put on the voices when they were mm-hmm. practicing bits. Um, That's fair. And, that I, and then they sort of address it, too, with Gadget when, when she clearly has the same voice and she can make the plane actually fly and she's working on a car and they're like, and yeah. she's like, I guess I'm basically the same character yeah. on the show that I am in real life. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I, I, that's the kind of humor that, like, I really appreciate it because it's a little bit like, whatever. We're just not. You know what? This is good. This is this silly. Is this is good. Th- th- you all love Gadget the way she is. We're not going to mess with her mm-hmm. too much. Oh, there was a lot of the humor that felt like that. I mean, even, like, the whole, like, the all of the weird mouse fly babies. Like, they didn't really, they, they didn't really like, linger on that too long. It's like, yep, this is, this is what we decided on. It's kind of funny, right? Let's move on. Uh-huh. Like, okay. And of course, Cooper and Charlie were like, they wanted to pause it because there were certain ones that they thought were the most cute. And they were like, I like that one the best. I like that one, too. And ooh, look at that. And I'm like, what are we doing? I did want just a little bit more elaboration on. uh, I don't. On the fly fly (laughs) mask babies. Um, But again, I'm not someone who is entirely familiar with all of the intricacies of the original. So I thought I was like, am I missing is there some sort of context I need that's very important here? And no. now I realize there was no. never any suggestion in the original series that <laughs> Gadget and Zipper were hooking up. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I saw a lot of people say like, but I thought I thought Zipper was like a pet, you know, like how the Scooby Doo gang has Scooby Doo, like mm-hmm. it was sort of yeah. the, the the animal component, even though they were all animals. But you know what? Maybe not. Maybe we read that wrong. It wasn't a pet. It was a it was a an, an amorous partner. Okay, Friend. sure. Yeah, I mean that would have made sense because that's the one non-mouse in the main main gang. Well, right. Rodent? Well, Chip and Dale aren't. Well, okay, not non-mouse. I mean, like non-like rodent. <laughs> They're okay. 
wrote chipmunks. it. Okay, t- they're all like. <laughs> Look, the, the hierarchy of like animals and like what animals have pets is gets very confusing in like any cartoon, especially universe. Disney. Right, yeah, yeah, Disney is like <laughs> like this mouse can have a pet dog, but he's also friends with a dog. But then that dog can have a pet mouse. I don't know. I don't oh my know. gosh, Mickey's a mouse. Yeah, Mickey is a mouse. They don't address that size discrepancy very well. <laughs> don't think about don't think about either how large Mickey is or how small Pluto is. Either of those things I find a little bit concerning. <laughs> and then when you throw Gadget the mouse in there, it's just like There's large mouse and there's small mouse. I guess. Don't don't think about it. Anyway, sorry. You were talking about the plot of the movie. Some get pants and some get shirts and some get both and some get neither. Neither of you. I don't wear pants. Don't say that like you're proud of it. (laughs) No pants, but gloves. That works sometimes too. Uh, So so the plot, they, um, they. They sort of recount the history of the show Rescue Rangers with the idea that, like, it ended because Dale tried to have, like, a solo career mm-hmm. yeah. with a different show, Double O Dale, which, and it failed. And Which is a reference to an actual a Rescue Rangers episode. He did have a, a Double O Dale or Double O Chipmunk something character in an episode. Mm-hmm. So, he, uh, so he sort of, because of that, it breaks up the show and the show ends and Chip and Dale, like, aren't friends and then years pass. And now we're back and, like, revisiting them. I don't remember how many years later. I mean, I guess it's current time. Yeah. So I guess it's set yeah. now since 1991 or two or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they they get back together essentially because Monterey Jack has been kidnapped because he was in debt <laughs> for all the cheese. For the cheese. For all the cheese that he was buying. The, the cheesemonger, the, the Muppet. Oh, oh that's so good. <laughs> when it, when he's doing he's doing the voice, and then they're like, "We want stinky cheese," and he's like, "You a cop?" <laughs> the tone shift. That's when I understood what movie I was watching. I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they uh, they have to rescue Monterey Jack, who has been kidnapped by Peter Pan. Yeah, <laughs> who is grown up now and goes by Sweet Pete. <laughs> And uh, and is is turning cartoon characters into bootleg versions of themselves with a very gruesome looking machine, and then making bootleg movies loosely based on these characters to sell for cash. Well, and I think we have to note that I, a, a lot of people have tried to figure out whether or not this was purposeful because the the actor that played Peter Pan uh, had like a a whole like was sort of disregarded by the studio and had a, a difficult life because of that. And it's like, is oh. this commentary? Because it seems pretty harsh. Oh, but I didn't know that. It, and if it's an accident, it is a deeply unfortunate accident. I mean, obviously, we don't know the answer there, but it's, you, you, know, you got to mention it I, one way or the other. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Um, that's really sad. Yeah. And of course, I mean, oh. that's how we end up with Ugly Sonic, right? <laughs> That's how we get that introduced oh into God. our lives. Ugly Sonic is in it, and all, they have so many shots of his mouth with the teeth. I just the fact that Ugly Sonic is not just like a a beat, but like a character. Yeah, like a, an important character plot wise. I love that. And I don't know who uh, Seth Rogen is playing. I don't know that that cartoon character that he's playing. 
but it's from the era of animation when eyes couldn't look at things. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That, that whole part when there's, they're like, we're in the valley, the uncanny valley. <laughs> that's a fun. That's funny. Yeah. All, all of that really works. A lot of it really works. And again, it, it does remind me of Roger Rabbit in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Well, you know, there is there was apparently a, a sequel to Roger Rabbit that was planned and then never happened. And a lot of people have said that it looks a, it's very similar to that unmade sequel plot wise. So that it sort of is meant to be the spiritual successor of Robert, Roger Rabbit, which I mean, it makes mm-hmm. sense. Why would they, they include him in the opening when they're talking yeah. about yeah. their past fame? They would party with Roger Rabbit. Not only that, but they have like the machine that can bootleg the tunes, basically. And then when they can't later, the machine is broken for reasons. And so they they have Sweet Pete about to like manually bootleg Chip. And when he unrolls his like thing of instruments, did you notice that he had a tube of dip? Yeah. Dip oh, from Roger yeah. Rabbit is what they use to destroy the tunes. Yeah. But I saw that and I was like, I, like I oh. made Justin like rewind, like, look, he had dip, he had dip. It's Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If it, I mean, it's definitely at least a love letter to Roger Rabbit. And yeah. I watched that movie many times growing up. Loved Who Framed Again, Roger because Rabbit. you all, you know, enjoyed enjoyed the film. Jessica Rabbit, another figure that you watch and go, I don't understand <laughs> these feelings I feel. <laughs> I think I think adults still feel that way when they see Jessica Rabbit. I think that's yeah. an eternal feeling. I don't fully understand. I'm just glad that it's happening. I was uh, uh, I was talking with a friend about like funny Disney shirts that people like wear to di- like Disney World theme shirts, mm-hmm. and um, I was looking at various Dole Whip shirts because I do like Dole Whip a lot. And there was <laughs> it's a great treat. There was <laughs> one shirts. It's a category. It is. It's a whole category. There was one that was a picture of Jessica Rabbit wearing a pair of Mickey Mouse ears, holding a Dole Whip. And it said, my Dole Whip brings all the boys to the yard. No. Yes. And I I was sitting there going, like, there are so many ideas here. And I sort of want this shirt. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Why, I don't. I didn't get it. But, like, I thought about it. I thought about it a lot. I was looking at it going, maybe I. It's just so many ideas I think that all was in one on shirt. Part, Sid. <laughs> it's still. I can still get, get it. On that shirt. It's still out there. You need to wear it next time you go to Disney and then take a picture of you eating Dole Whip. Like, no, look at that. Oh, we're Mickey Mouse ears. Like, look, it's me. It's me. I'm just like Jessica Rabbit. Oh, man. Anyway, don't worry. Nobody gets dipped. Dipped. They do do clearly, like, um, bootleg a lot of different tunes. And that was also a part of the movie that Charlie and Cooper made me pause. They show a wall of, like, pieces of cartoons that have been removed. Like body parts and yeah. it's a pretty um, violent accessory. idea. <laughs> yeah, it is a very violent idea, and they stopped it because one of the things on the wall is Mickey Mouse's glove, which could be his hand. I don't know if it's right, his, but like that is very clearly on the wall, and they made us like rewind it and go, Mickey Mouse lost his hand. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of the Disney tunes have those same gloves, so maybe it was a minor character. Maybe it wasn't Mickey himself. <laughs> I'll comfort them. Yeah. That's not that's awful. I'm sorry. It was a minor yeah. tune, don't worry. That was that was brutal though. Although yeah. it was it was sort of worth it for the reveal where Monterey Jack comes out and he's been dumboed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that were they I mean the the when they show Flounder getting bootlegged, like 
<laughs> that was there was a little there was some body horror there. There was like just a little kitty surfing of body horror in the 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 scene. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely in there. Like that part is pretty gruesome. Like the the punchline sort of where they show like the bootleg movies and the funny titles. Like what is Casper? It's Jasper the the ghost. I don't remember. They're all very funny. Yeah. Like the yeah. like the all the titles are, you know, the punchline is worth it. But yeah, which makes me feel like, and I mean, I obviously can't know this because i'm not going to get all the references from the original but this the majority of the audience intended for this film has to be people of your all's generation Mm -hmm. that grew up watching the original rescue rangers i assume like this is not something that they were trying to grab like an entirely new audience and bring them in because they do do some stuff like that that i assume like is slightly too much for like an entirely new younger audience Mm, um, a little too. But obviously adults who would be adults by now if if you were younger watching Rescue Rangers would be would be down the, with that. The bootleg concept does make it a little I will say like we cuz they had a little mermaid bootlegged there mm-hmm. with flounder and they um called like the fish woman mm-hmm. uh, tale of the fish woman or whatever. Um and Cooper was like what's wrong with Prince Eric? And I was like, well, he's been bootlegged, I guess. And she's like, what do you mean? Yeah. And I'm like, so then I had to explain. I had to like pause the movie and explain the concept of bootlegging yeah. a movie. Charlie acted like she knew. She was like, yeah, bootlegged. <laughs> I don't know if she really knew. Okay, Charlie. <laughs> she had to Google it. <laughs> she was in a room going, Alexa, what is bootleg? Oh, man. Um, yeah. So I... I uh, I assumed that was that was the intention. Kind of like the new iCarly. They say bad words in that. Yeah. That's for us, us older kids. Um, so I assume that's what this was. But I do think it's interesting, though, where I don't think you would need to watch Rescue Rangers to enjoy this movie as, as an oh, yeah. adult or an older teen. I think maybe it's a little difficult. It's like, I don't think it's a kid's movie. But yeah, I because even like the sort of the setup that like, oh, Dale was always the punchline and got hit on the head every episode. And like, you know, Chip was the cool guy like that. Really, if you like, that's not actually the dynamic they had in Rescue Rangers. Like no, they kind huh? of it, it's almost like if you have watched Rescue Rangers, there's a bit of like incorrect presentation of the show in the movie. That, yeah, that is very true. Like, I mean, he was Dale was clearly the sillier one. And Chip was the more serious one, but it wasn't. I don't think you ever got the impression that Chip was the star watching like that was not the way it was presented. Mm -hmm. If anything, Chip would sometimes be like kind of a bummer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Dale was funnier and cooler and a little easier to get along with. I don't know. I don't I don't (laughs) easier to get along with. (laughs) That's like the way you phrase that. Like, I mean, if I want to be like. Well, you know, make some conversations and small talk with one of the two chipmunks. Ah, uh, Dale. He just seems like a cool guy. He seems like somebody I could sit down and have a beer with, you know, like watch he a does. game. I don't know. Chip's a little uptight. He's a little intense. That's interesting because I, you know, obviously I'm not very familiar with the original. So um, I don't I don't know those discrepancies. But I will say I did very much enjoy the film not having yeah. much prior knowledge of of the series well you know a bit of a shadow of bummer over it was like the same weekend it came out was when john mulaney who's the voice of chip 
had like Chappelle on, as a surprise guest on his show mm-hmm. on his tour. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer. I feel like this is this is ruining my experience of this this childhood thing that I'm enjoying. I was like, well, but I guess if one of the rescue rangers was going to be a little transphobic, <laughs> it would be Chip. <laughs> be ch- well, Man, I don't want to put that on any of the actual rescue rangers, but I guess that probably is accurate. I, if you had, I mean, to, if you had to say, not every one of them. I'm glad it wasn't. I'm glad it wasn't tied to Gadget or, or Dale. Or, no, yeah, you know. yeah. Gadget is married to a fly. <laughs> That's your reasoning. Like, well, no, she's, she's clearly part of the LGBTQ. Love is love to Gadget. Love she, is love. Gadget believes love is love. Um, <laughs> I well, I mean, that that scene too. I have to say, like when they first show Gadget and she's working on that car, and like there's sparks flying everywhere, and she like lifts up her like face, whatever those things are called when you're the visor thing, yeah. visor yeah. face thing, and like she's in like a tank top and stuff. They knew what they were doing. They were like, "We know, we know, we know you all. Why you all like gadget?" Yeah. The fact that they like didn't have her in the trailer, <laughs> but they like saved her for the reveal. I'm like, "Oh, yes." At least we weren't alone in that. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that was intentional. <laughs> Although now, now it's just a bunch of adults that are now attracted to a cartoon character. That's fine. <laughs> it's true. Um, I thought it was all, I thought it was very well done. I thought it was very funny. Me too. I thought it was, like, Charlie and Cooper enjoyed it. Charlie said it's her new, her new favorite movie ever. Wow. So, <laughs> there you go. Um, Ringing endorsement. Yep. And so, like, I do think it, it works for kids. There are those jokes that the kids aren't going to get that are for the grown-ups. There are the 90s references that are for those of us who watched it back then, um, like Pogs. There is no way my children knew what Pogs were as they were I watching did. this film. <laughs> but like i did and and they're showing things on vhs they show like there's a there's an original nintendo there at one point like there's no there's no way that some of those things like they're gonna be kids who are like look at those antiques i don't know what's happening but um but there's plenty there for kids to like i i just really liked it i thought it was really well done funny cute sweet i hope it leads to a reboot of the series yeah yeah maybe i wondered if that was the like goal of the movie was to maybe get the hype enough and get it popular enough that, that they could do that. My kids would watch it. I'd watch it with them. Or or a Detective Ugly Sonic show, I guess. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I, I saw people on Twitter drawing or posting like artwork of his character mm-hmm. and like you know, I mean he's presented, he's supposed to, the whole bit is the character supposed to be disturbing looking, but like it's like the kind of trying it in ways that it's supposed to be attractive i'm like oh no is this what this movie's gonna do oh no gonna- oh no <laughs> oh no 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 tumblr fi ugly sonic go for it actually go for would it. you would you if they were to reboot the series would you want it in the style of this film like human tune roger rabbit meta meta I- meta mouse crime or like original og we're in this show I would I would just like to see the original show look yeah. more episodes more you know new yeah. situations. I mean they can bring in some new characters but just like, keep the old ones. The like they fly did with DuckTales. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Exactly. I Although see. I don't know that the the bit at the end maybe maybe they'll just move on to Darkwing Duck from that because that's another one that 
That might be. That might have been a hint. Mm. There would be plenty of support for Darkwing Duck. Mm. Did you see, by the way, that Bonkers was up in this thing? Bonkers was there? Bonkers was, I think, was one of the, um, like, when they opened the trailer and people were coming out who had been um, bootlegged. The, all the car- I think Bonkers was, a, I think that, Bonkers was in this. I never liked that show. I just couldn't believe Bonkers was there. <laughs> both Justin and I, like, we're the only two people on the planet who were both like, Bonkers! Okay. Anyway, Taylor, thank you. I'm so glad we watched you, this Taylor. movie. I mean, we would have watched it at some point anyway, but I, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you encouraged us to watch it right away because it was great. I'm sure we'll watch it many more times. I super enjoyed it. Yes. I'm, thank, thank you for watching it. It was very fun for me. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that Chippendale, any new, I mean, that's how I'm easy to please. Like, people that were, like, upset, like, connoisseurs of Chippendale, like, no, this doesn't do the property justice. I'm like, nah, I don't, anything. I'll take it. Just please. More Chippendale. Give me the Chippendale. More, more please. More please. More gadget. Um, What's next? I'm next. I want to talk about Harry's house. Whose who's house? That? Harry Styles' house. It's his oh. new album, Harry's oh. house. Oh. Excellent. It, it came out the same day Rescue Rangers came out. So a lot of exciting things happened on May 20th of 2022, apparently. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, we will check that out for next week. Uh, I would highly recommend you watch the new Rescue Rangers. It was on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yes. yes. Um, it was very good. Yes. And uh, thank you to Maximum Fun. You should go to MaximumFun.org. Check out all the great shows there. You can tweet at us at StillBuff. You can email us at StillBuffering at MaximumFun.org. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been your cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am still buffering. And I am too. We had like the one second delay that's making this very hard. <laughs> it's gonna be fun for people to listen to. It's gonna be real good. <laughs> I'm going first. It's me, Jackie Kasia. Man, she's always this bossy. Uh, hi. <laughs> I'm Lori Kilbarton. Uh, we're a bunch of stand up comics, and uh, we've been doing comedy like 60 years total, <laughs> both of us, but we look amazing. And, uh, out. We drop every Monday on Max Fun, and it's called The Jackie Laurie Show, and you could listen to it and learn about comedy and learn about anger management and all the things. And Jackie is married but childless, and I'm unmarried but childful. So together, we make <laughs> one complete woman. Is that just where that one's gonna end? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we try to make Kyle laugh just like that and say, oh my God, every episode. It's a good job. Jackie and Lori Show, Mondays only on Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.